This program is paid for by Jacob Media Partners. All opinions or statements expressed on this program are solely those of Jacob Media or its guests and do not reflect the views of WPHT or Odyssey. Today's program is pre-recorded. Consider a career with the International Brotherhood of Boilermakers. As a Boilermaker apprentice, you'll earn while you learn. We offer excellent wages and benefits. And as part of our no-cost, hands-on apprenticeship program, you'll learn from the best in state-of-the-art training centers and on the job. Become a union Boilermaker and get on your way to a great career. Visit Boilermakers.org or call 844-IBB-WELD. Listen to the Labor and Energy Show and get educated from expert guests about climate change. What they say and who they are will surprise you. Presented by PBF Energy, Neuter Construction, and Furness Electrical Contractors. The Labor and Energy Show, this Sunday night at 6. And guess where this additional billion gallons of biofuel is going to come from? It's going to come from abroad. That's not an American first energy policy. We're in this together. Labor's in this. Building trades are in this. Refiners are in this. American consumers need us to do this too. Now across the Jacob Media Network, welcome to the Labor and Energy Show special. Exclusively presented by the PBF Energy Paulsboro Refinery and the PBF Delaware City Refinery in collaboration with the labor unions that build our communities. If you fix this RINs issue, you're looking at a reduction of 25 to 30 cents a gallon. This is the Labor and Energy Show, bringing labor leaders, national experts, and political influencers together to educate you about fancy terms like RINs and Reggie, while explaining the truth about energy independence. Welcome to the Labor and Energy Show with J. Doc and Krause. And welcome in everyone to another edition of the Labor and Energy Show with J. Doc and Krause. As we broadcast to you to kick off the month of July following Independence Day, breaking news as we begin our broadcast uh, today, Ford Motor Company, J-Doc, just announced uh, losses in the billions on their electric vehicles. And I know we've talked about electric vehicles and the mandates and everything else. That'll be a topic uh, that we will continue uh, as we carry on. Big news today, J-Doc. We can... Uh, we push forward with changing the narrative and moving uh, our program by adding KDKA in Pittsburgh, the mammoth, mammoth radio station uh, out in Pittsburgh, uh, now carrying the Labor and Energy Show. Yeah, Joe, definitely great, uh, great show today. Uh, real excited about the launch in KDK, KDKA in Pittsburgh and going into Ohio. Uh, and you're right. I mean, the, the, this show is about common sense and energy. Uh, one of those things we're going to talk a lot about, you know, the electric vehicle mandates. We're all, we all support electric vehicles, uh, but the mandates and, and, and uh, uh, you know, where we're just laying it out there that we're not going to sell, uh, you know, any more cars except electric vehicle cars in, in uh, 2030, 2035. Uh, there's so many issues. And like you said, there's a, a lot of money being lost right now. Uh, we're going to cover that plenty uh, in, in on future shows. But Today's show, I couldn't be more excited. We're going to have the, the, the who's who in, in the energy, labor and energy leaders, uh, with leadership in, in our labor and energy sectors and communities. Today we have Rob Baer, uh, president, uh, Pennsylvania Building Construction Trades Council, uh, Jimmy Snell, business manager, Steamfitters Local 420 in Philadelphia, and Ken Broadbent, business manager, Steamfitters Local 449 in Pittsburgh. So it's so appropriate we have of our top labor leaders uh, as we launch in Pittsburgh. Uh, couldn't be more excited. Right now, obviously, we're in the Philadelphia region, uh, Delaware, Maryland, Washington, D.C., New Jersey, and we're ecstatic to be in Pittsburgh. So we got so much to talk about. Can't wait to start the show. Yeah, no doubt about that. Glad to be on KDKA and thank everybody uh, in the Pittsburgh area for tuning in and being a part of the Labor and Energy Show with J-Doc and Krause. You'll also start to see video of the program across multiple social media platforms. You'll have the ability to watch the Labor and Energy Show weekly on YouTube as we start to build out and continue uh, to look to change the narrative. One other reminder as well, if you uh, are unable to tune into the show as the show airs live in your market or in your designated area, you can go to Apple or Spotify and you can download the weekly show. Just search 
the Labor and Energy Show. Good show on tap for you today. Two good conversation segments coming up uh, with a great guest panel. Uh, we'll get to that after this commercial break. This is the Labor and Energy Show with J. Dr. Krause. Back in a moment. PBF Energy wants you to know hidden RIN costs are adding almost 30 cents to every gallon at the pump and pushing independent American refineries to the brink. It doesn't have to be this way. President Biden can lower gas prices and protect thousands of union refinery jobs by fixing the renewable fuel standard. And he should. Visit fuelingusjobs.com slash take action to urge President Biden to stop the RIN sanity and fix the renewable fuel standard today. Neuter Integrated Multicraft Contractors has been a force since 1896. That's right, 1896. And specializes in welding, piping, mechanical, structural, constructability reviews, project management, and rigging design services. For a free consultation, call Neuter at 314-421-7600. Neuter proudly serves petroleum refining, chemical processing, power generation, and alternative energy. Get in touch with Neuter at 314-421-7600. The Eastern Atlantic States Regional Council of Carpenters is proud to present skilled union workers, including the workers that build and maintain our energy infrastructure. The safest, best trained, and most productive carpenters in the country are on the job. Whether it's energy from nuclear, wind, coal, natural gas, or offshore wind, the EAS carpenters are ready to provide the construction need of an energy industry our families depend on. If you're interested in a job in construction, visit EASCarpenters.org or follow us on social at EAS Carpenters. Portions of tonight's Labor and Energy Special are presented by PBF Energy and supported by members of the labor union community, a collaborative to educate the public and change the narrative. Hi, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back uh, to the Labor and Energy Show. We couldn't be more excited. This is our, our launch broadcast in, in uh, Pittsburgh at KDKA. Uh, we already run up the, the Mid-Atlantic coast and we uh, are extremely excited about the broadcast. I introduced our guest, Jimmy Snell, Rob Bear, Ken Broadband. Gentlemen, uh, welcome to the broadcast. Couldn't be more excited uh, about today's show and couldn't have more appropriate guests. Um, first of all, you know, like I introduced to the, uh, to the, to the listeners, we're going to talk about labor and energy as they intersect. And there's so many topics uh, you know, that people are going to uh, learn about and, and, and meet the leaders and all those things. Uh, Rob, let's let's start off, if you will, uh, a little bit about what's going on in Harrisburg in regards to our labor and energy sectors uh, projects. Uh, you know, we talked about the budget. Um, jump in there. Well, we're optimistic. Hopefully, we'll be getting a budget this week, late, maybe early next week. Uh, there isn't a lot in the budget for energy right now one of the big things coming is uh we're getting a lot of money from the feds to start capping abandoned wells which is actually a big thing on helping combat greenhouse gas emissions the methane's huge you know uh one of the issues we are working on with the governor is an energy policy of you know not reggie but something else uh you know myself and jimmy uh have given a lot of ideas you know, carbon capture, carbon sequestration, a lot of different things we could be doing. Um, a lot of them are going to take money, but Pennsylvania's positioned pretty well right now. We have the largest surplus ever. We have a rainy day fund, and we still have pandemic relief money to, to spend. Uh, Jimmy and I also sat with uh, a study with Cornell University uh, that we did our first draft the other week on a labor and energy policy for Pennsylvania. Uh, we did in conjunction with the AFL-CIO, and now and Jimmy, I, I think we did uh, energy, we did industry, we did transportation, we did the impact of the amount of square footage of schools, how much emissions they put out, and housing, you know, so that we can develop a, a true labor energy policy for Pennsylvania to implement, and hopefully we'll be the first ones on the East Coast to come up with this. And in the meantime, we're working trying to get the PGM grid and that situation under control. We know we have shortages coming in 27, 28. If we continue to retire our fleets as they are on our thermal plants, uh, we're working with the environmental side to, to try and come up with a real plan for solar 
and wind and make it that we're creating really good paying jobs, labor jobs, family sustaining wages and benefits and doing it with a targeted measured approach, you know. Uh, so we got a lot of irons in the fire right now in Harrisburg, but I think for once I can say, I can see us moving in the right direction here. Jimmy Snell? Yeah, uh, congratulations, I think, are in order, uh, Jay Doc and uh, Joe Krause. Uh, congratulations on getting into the uh, KDKA market, uh, Western PA and Ohio. It's, boy, you guys have come a long way. I've seen you, you know, from the start. So, uh, and, you, and you know, I say it all the time whenever I'm on this show, uh, you know, the, the platform that you offer us is is awesome and, and really appreciate it. And it's so it's it, it's it's such an important topic. Energy. Right. Not only not only in our state, but in, in the uh, country, in the world. Right. So but, uh, you know, and it's great to have my counterpart, Kenny Broadbent, uh, who is also not only the business manager of Steamfitters Local 449 out in Pittsburgh, he's the president of the Pennsylvania Pipe Trades. Uh, to get Kenny on this show, it's very. You, you pulled a coup off there, J Doc. I well, mean, we had a little bit of help, uh, but you know, thanks to you, Jimmy. Yeah. Now, nah, I mean, Kenny. Kenny is a very influential voice in the state, and uh, you know, it's it's great to have him on. So, and and also Rob Bear, head of the uh, PA State Building Trade. So, uh, just to to kind of echo uh, a little bit what Rob said, you know, yeah, there's there's a lot going on right now behind the scenes. Um, a lot of things being thrown at the, you know, uh, at the wall, and we're hoping we're hoping a few of these things stick. Um, I, I I think there's some momentum in regards to energy. Um, I, I think you have some some common sense people in Harrisburg now. Okay, um, you just take the whole Reggie situation, um, which which is you know it's devastating. It actually all right. So so. So the Reggie is is really affecting my friends out in Western PA. It kind of reminds me of of what I'm going through still right now. Uh, the renewable fuel standard, the RINs issue, all right, renewable identification number. So at the end of the day, whether it's RINs on the eastern side of the state, whether it's Reggie on the western side of the state, it, it, it's a tax. All right, it comes down to it, it taxing the industry, the coal industry the gas industry, and at the end of the day, putting people out of work. And, and, and that, that is something that the three of us, that's that's what we fight for day in and day out. And, and Jimmy, let's, and, and, and Kenny, I'm going to bring you in in a second, but what is, so what's real, you, you mentioned, Rich, and we've had shows on the Regional Greenhouse Gas Initiative, okay? Um, let's tell the listeners, you know, what Reggie is if they haven't heard it. And how it, it, it's going to impact them, because I, I find that the most amazing thing. It's it's like an oncoming tidal wave that will impact so many Pennsylvanians, and at this and and they don't even know about it. If we knocked on our our neighbors' doors; they'd look at us like we were crazy. Uh, Reggie, Reggie, who? Right? right. Um, what is Reggie? Well, it it it, it rem once again reminds me of uh, the renewable fuel standard issue. Both topics are so complicated to understand. You talk to the average politician, whether it's on, on a federal or state level, they really don't understand either topic. And, you know, um, I, I, I'll uh, uh, ask uh, Rob Bear to explain Reggie. In, in, I mean, there's a guy, he's an expert in it. He, he fights the good fight every day. So um, yeah. Reggie is a cap-and-trade policy that former Governor Wolf entered into with a couple other states in the Northeast. And basically what it does is it says if you have a thermal plant, whether coal, natural gas, and you emit carbon, you have to pay a tax for the amount of metric tons of carbon that you put out. And they hold quarterly auctions for the prices. Now, you know, the environmentalists say it's a fee, we say it's a tax, that's why we're in court. But the bottom line is cap and trade to me is nothing more than pay and pollute, all right? I, I don't see how it does anything for the environment. It drives businesses out. And the business model to me says you have to basically retire your plants to get what you're looking for. And we can't do that. And we also have to remember that 
the Reggie policy for Pennsylvania in the PJM footprint, you would have right now Maryland, Delaware, New Jersey, Washington, D.C. Virginia was in. They're trying to pull out. But Ohio, West Virginia, Kentucky, Tennessee are not in Reggie. So if we were to go in, we're going to be putting our fossil and thermal plants at a big disadvantage compared to our sister states that are producing for the PJM grid. And we're saying, look, that's not a good policy. It's not a good policy for PA. It's definitely not a good policy to attract businesses. They say it doesn't drive the cost of power up, but you look at the power in the Reggie states that are in Reggie now, it's substantially more expensive than ours. And it's very hard to attract businesses, especially industries, which are heavy energy users, into a state when they don't know, one, are we going into Reggie or not, and two, what the cost of a kilowatt is going to be to run your plant. So it also stifles economic growth, which in turn stifles workforce development and stifles the ability of us to create those good-paying jobs. Uh, Kenny, if you would jump in there. Well, it all ties into people, working people, making a middle-class way of life. With Reggie, it shut down in western Pennsylvania uh, three or four coal-fired power plants. And that affects the various trades that get work on the turnarounds, et cetera. Now, the building trades and the steam fitters, we want to see clean air and clean water, no different to the average person. Absolutely. We want to use technology to make it happen and worry about the economic impact it can have on working people. Meanwhile, being from western Pennsylvania, when West Virginia, Ohio is redoing and have shutdowns on their coal-fired power plants and guys are going over there and working, and the wind's blowing the pollution right over into Pennsylvania. So it has trouble making sense to us. And you'll have other people with a counter-argument, which I don't agree maybe 100%, but it's at least something to think about. If we shut down all the pollution in the United States and Canada, what are we going to do with India and China? When people can't don't have running water and indoor bathrooms and can't eat, the last thing they're worried about is pollution. They're worried about economic development, and energy drives economic development. And when you see surrounding states doing so many projects when Pennsylvania isn't, and we support Josh Shapiro. Josh Shapiro is for working people, and he's aware of what other states are doing, and I think he's going to try to rectify some of that. But right now, we're not getting the amount of jobs that Pennsylvania should get compared to, like, five states around us. What's interesting is said that, because it's like a microcosm of the globe. We could go dark in the United States. We're still 13% of, of, of the world's, only 13% of the world's emissions. You mentioned, well, we've, Rob, you said something really interesting when it comes to Reggie. We only have a few minutes left in this segment, but... You said, why are we opting in to somebody else's, for other states, um, you know, initiatives when we are sitting on the most uh, traditional energy resources? And I love what Kenny said. We all care about the environment. We have to use, we, you know, this is a big issue. We have to solve it together. We can't just shut things down. And like Kenny said, Ohio is going to pick that up in the surrounding states, and we're not going to meet our emissions goals anyway. Talk about that, Rob, in, in regards to what you said on a previous show. We should have our own, you know, policy. Pennsylvania should have its own energy policy. We should not be following the herd. Pennsylvania right now is the second largest energy producer in the United States behind Texas. We have the largest reserves of natural gas under our feet that anybody could ever imagine. And one of the things that I have been touting for years is if we're seriously about saving the environment, it is absolutely 100% proven how much cleaner natural gas is than a lot of our other sources. Now, if we were to build our big compressed natural gas facility in Chichester and we started shipping affordable Pennsylvania natural gas all over the world and we could start converting coal burners all over Europe, India, even China, to natural gas. The amount of greenhouse gas emissions we would lower would be phenomenal. And then we could say Pennsylvania is actually helping 
the world to save the environment. But if we're not utilizing the resources we have, we're never going to make that happen. And I'm not going to say that we don't need to explore our carbon capture technologies. Of course we do. They're great industries. They'll spur jobs. But it's incremental steps. You know, I subscribe to the crawl, walk, run. You got to go in that progress. All right. And Pennsylvania is still in the crawl stage. We're not ready to run. And we actually, if you listen to the environmentalists, we went from crawl to sprint. We missed the walk and the run. I like to look at things on a macro scale. We have the technology. We have the resources. We can start shipping this. We could have a huge benefit to Pennsylvania. We can have a huge benefit to the world. We could create a whole new industry just on shipping our natural gas, plus at the same time exploring carbon capture, carbon sequestration. And that's a whole giant industry. And then on the macro scale, we look at our coal burners we shut down. Homer City Close, that's 2,500 acres in Western Pennsylvania that already has all the electrical infrastructure we need. So, and there's a natural gas compressor station three miles down the road. So why aren't we reutilizing that 2,500 acres? Why aren't we building a small combined cycle plant? We just passed a huge data center bill last year. Why aren't we building data centers in Indiana County and bringing jobs there, utilizing our natural gas, all right? We could also take and start exploring with some state help, small modular reactors. Kenny and his guys could build seven to eight SMRs on that Homer City site and be turning out 2,400 gigawatts within the next 10 to 15 years of 100% carbon-free nuclear power. Joe, let me reinforce what Rob just said. The cracker plant was the best thing that happened to my union. We've been in existence since the late 1800s. We had 2,600 steam bitters on the cracker plant when it peaked. There was people from all other 49 states that worked there, other United Association pipe bitters on the job. We built $40 million worth of real estate paid for a school, 75,000 square feet. We'll be training people for the next 100 years to make a middle-class way of life. Thanks for the shell cracker plant. We are sitting on the second largest reserves on the planet. We should be sending natural gas to Philadelphia, a liquid natural gas plant, like Rob said. And pipelines are the cheapest, safest way to transport any kind of product, better than rail, barge, or truck. So we're not thinking. We're letting the environmentalists, who might be 3 or 4%, and we think 50% are thinking that way. The average American wants jobs healthcare, and he worries about his family. And when we're going to raise gas prices, like in New York and other states, it's going to affect the poor and the middle class more than it is the rich. We're not thinking the right way. we got to use common sense. If I could just piggyback, uh, Jay Doc, what Kenny just said. Yep. Kenny hit the nail on the head, as did as did Rob. You know, uh, Kenny just mentioned that 3 three to 4%, right, who—, who uh, started up pretty good, right? I, I refer to them uh, as the Pennsylvania Green Mafia, right? Led by people like uh, Greg Vitale, state rep, Katie Muth, another state rep, uh, Free Allotten from out in Chester County, all right? And, and, and you know, you just take recently what, what uh, state rep Vitale was trying to do with the well setbacks, okay? Um, you know, basically what it comes down to you know, it, it's it's Greg trying to get cute. It's a thinly uh, veiled, uh, really, ban on natural gas development is what he's trying to do here. OK, and it's those it's that small group of people. All right. Who they're, they're not just anti energy. They're anti everything. All right. Like Kenny said, people want to work. All right. People want to earn a living, support their families. You know, it. it be able to buy your kid a baseball mitt, give your daughter, a, a, you know, tap shoes for dance classes. That people, when they have money in their pocket, they will spend it. Okay, and it's it's that group, that Pennsylvania Green Mafia group that I'm the one that calls them that. Okay, they they are anti everything, and like I said earlier, I believe we have some common sense people, all right, in Harrisburg now, aside from that Green Mafia group. You got people that know what's at stake here, all right? Not just on a state level, a national level, a, a world level, okay? You're looking at things like LNG, okay? Like Kenny said, get the gas over to the Philadelphia area, okay? 
and, and like Rob mentioned, coming out of the Delaware River outside of Philadelphia. You can supply the world with clean, natural gas, this LNG. All right. And I think we got people in Harrisburg now that are definitely listening and, and understand what people want to do in this state, and that's work and earn a living. Absolutely. Let's do this, gentlemen. Uh, let's, let's take a quick break. We'll be back with more of the Labor and Energy Show in just a minute. This is a Labor and Energy Action Alert. Did you know the Pennsylvania Water Resource Act, if passed, will charge Pennsylvania businesses for water usage integral to the operation of the businesses, many of which that provide PA residents with vital services. The expenses of charging for such water usage will be astronomical and may jeopardize the operations of the businesses themselves as well as jobs. Take action now. Subscribe to www.gov.net to track this legislation and call your PA state representatives and voice your opinion to oppose the Pennsylvania Water Resource Act. Quality PA businesses and good paying jobs depend on it. What's a Boilermaker? We're the skilled welders, riggers, and craftspeople who will help you grow your competitive edge. We step up when others step back, and we do the job right, on time, on budget, and safely. No drama, just results every time. We're the International Brotherhood of Boilermakers, and everything we do begins with our bond. Let's get to work together. Visit bestintrade.com. Operating engineers are the men and women that move mountains. And the Engineers Labor Employer Cooperative, ELEC, puts them to work. They create opportunities for the men, women, and union signatory contractors of Local 825, repaving our roads, keeping our homes bright and warm, and even building our favorite team stadium. We understand infrastructure. That's why ELEC and Local 825 are ready to get to work. This program is paid for by Jacob Media Partners. Portions of tonight's Labor and Energy Special are being supported by the members of the labor union community, including Steamfitters Local 420, Jim Snell, Business Manager, the Eastern Atlantic States Regional Council of Carpenters, and the United Steelworkers. Gentlemen, welcome back to the Labor and Energy Show. Uh, we want to welcome everybody from the Pittsburgh area into the broadcast. So happy to be on KDKA. Uh, certainly, uh, one of our goals is to educate people in, in, in uh, common sense and energy. And Ken Broadbent, and I'm gonna, let me reintroduce everybody. Rob Baer, President, PA Building Trades. Jim Snell, Business Manager, Steamfitters Local 420 in Philadelphia. Ken Broadbent, Business Manager, Steamfitters Local 449. And I'm Jay Doc with Krause, uh, certainly your, your hosts. And, and um, you know, we, we talk about common sense and energy. You know, we're going to talk, you know, listen, like Ken, you, like you said in the first segment, we, we all support, uh, you know, the environment. We're all passionate about it. But they talk about this transition, uh, you know, in, on the renewables. By the way, no one's, you know, we all understand renewables are coming into the market. And, and you know, we all want to, you know, uh, you know, do a great job there. But it seems like a lot of the, it doesn't not, not seem like it, people want to just avoid the transition Shut the faucets right off of our traditional energy resources, what you're powering our country. We, you know, I love what, 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 what Rob and, and Jimmy and, and Ken are saying about, um, you know, utilizing technologies like the carbon capture. I mean, we need to be worked. One of the things um, that we've said, and, and, and John Bland said it year, years ago when we were, when we went to the, through the situation with the PES refinery here in Philly, which is when me and Krause got engaged, was, when did we stop working together? Okay, you know this is you know, that's why we say common sense. Okay, and so a lot of crazy stuff going on. We were in the conversation talking about uh, LNG, liquid natural gas, and 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 some of the projects that we got that not only would help ourselves. Okay, and everybody knows that a, a large portion of our emissions success here in the United States because uh, we have been the biggest. Um, you know, I guess conservative, uh, you know, conservationist um, in regards to emissions has been due to natural gas. Okay, uh, let's let's continue that conversation about uh, liquid natural gas. 
And where we Joe, are... let me, Joe, let me jump in. Sure, Joe, we talk, let's talk about jobs. Okay. The environment is important. The water and the air, the building trades, they want clean air and water. We hunt, we fish, we do it. Jobs are the most important thing. Right now, we got sister states like Jobs, Ohio. And Governor Shapiro is aware of it. When we met with him when he was running for office, we, we told him all about it. He knows what Jobs, Ohio is doing. Recently, they did an announcement where they're attracting $200, $200 billion worth of work into their area. Intel projects, semiconductors, Honda, car plants, uh, battery plants, solar plants, Nashville, car plants, uh, Louisville, Kentucky, battery plants, New York, semiconductor plants. Why is all this happening around us when building trades, there's no better state with more qualified construction workers than the state of Pennsylvania? We need to attract business into this area. And with our technology, we can make them as pollution-free as possible. We've drastically reduced the amount of our emissions in the United States because of natural gas. Let's use our technology, our knowledge, to build new projects, to create jobs, have a higher standard of living, less crime, less drug abuse. People have a middle-class way of life by investing in our state. Jimmy Stell? What else is there to say, Jay Doc? Kenny just hit the nail on the head, right? Um, and, and and look, you know, it, I think I'm the, and I've said this on a show of yours before, I think I'm the only guy in my local union that does not hunt. We all care about clean air, clean water, all right? On both sides of the state, okay? Um, you know, it's just, once again, it's that small minority who who seem to, to get their voice heard. And, and, you know, over the last few years. Now we have a new governor, okay? Been in six or seven months. And, and you know, I think I think he gets he gets the message when people like Kenny Broadbent, you know, speak. You know, and, and the governor is a competitive guy. I've talked to him in my office one-on-one. We're competitive. I'm sick of saying other states win big jobs. These are billion. Let me reiterate what Kenny said. He didn't say 200 million. He said 200 billion with a B. All right, all these all these states around us that are doing, I mean, the data centers, they're building data centers every other month, it seems, in, in Virginia. Now here, we, we, we fought hard about a year and a half, two years ago. Many people did to get good tax incentive data center language. And, and thanks to Governor Wolf, that happened. Where, where's the industry? We need to pull that industry in here. All right. I mean, it's it, like Kenny said, the semiconductor and the the uh, uh, car battery uh, uh, plants that are going up left and right. I'd like to believe that this administration is doing everything they can. And we're counting on them because we are the best in the building trades through in the entire in, in all of North America. Everybody knows that we want to work. We just want to work, support our families, support our communities. That's what it comes down to. And, and, and how much of it is that, uh, well, obviously that our, our, our politicians, our political leaders uh, are not educated, really don't understand, um, you know, when it comes to, uh, you know, energy and, and, and a lot of this, in a sense, cancel culture. Um, how much uh, is it that they don't understand? And then how much is it that they're just, you know, um, you know bowing down to, like you said, the three or four percent of, of of the extreme environmentalists that don't want to hear anything about reality. Um, thoughts on that, Kenny? Well, that's a great lead in for we have Jobs Ohio, if you go on the Google it, Jobs Ohio will pull up about six, seven pages. We printed them off and Rob and Jimmy and I emailed them to every legislator and we had them hand delivered it in all their mailboxes including the governor. So everybody, every politician in the state ought to realize what Jobs Ohio is doing. And whether you're Republican or Democrat, and we get along with both, we work both sides of the aisle, we're for jobs. We're not for too far right, too far left. What are people that are gonna put our people to work? That's who we're gonna back. So the politicians ought to be embarrassed of what's going on in Ohio. The jobs that they're creating, and they're looking for workers and organizing like crazy because they don't know where they'll be able to man them. And nobody can man stuff better than us. In Western Pennsylvania, in the central part of the East, we've, Jimmy's had refineries 
thousands of people we've manned. We've done nuclear power plants. Nobody can man this stuff better than us. The politicians need to work bipartisan and start passing legislation that's going to create jobs and bring economic development to this state. Rob Baer? Kenny's absolutely right. And I, I think one of the things that some of our politicians get caught in is because we've been hearing it for years. When Governor Wolf entered us into Reggie, there was this uh, specter hanging over us of all these changes that had to happen by 2030. Now, you look at the 111D regulations that the EPA just published, you look at what the Biden administration worked on both sides of the aisle, it's the 2050. It's a realistic time frame. And if you're looking for the next 27 years to get to carbon neutral, we can do a lot of what we need to do. We can create and attract business. We can create jobs. We can explore our hydrogen. We can explore our carbon capture. We can use our natural gas. We can explore our SMRs. We can create whole new industries in Pennsylvania, keeping us as the number two energy producer. I'd like to be number one. I'm not going to lie. I'm a competitive guy. And I think we really need to get our legislators to understand that this is not a sprint. It's not a sprint. This is not the 100-meter dash or the 400 4-by relay. This is a marathon. And we can take the time to pass good legislation to target tax breaks like Jobs Ohio. We get out underneath the specter, Reggie. We make this political climate stable for businesses. And now we can attract them in, okay? One of the things that Jobs Ohio did was they have a definitive plan and they're targeting specific industries that not just create a lot of jobs for us to build them, but they create a lot of long-term legacy jobs for the people in Ohio to work at. And I've had this very conversation on this Hill with many, many, many legislators. Look, what our guys just pulled off of Philadelphia, getting that roadway open in two weeks, that's the tip of the iceberg of what the, the Pennsylvania building trades as a whole can do. But we also need to look past us building these projects and saying what is the long-term economic vi viability for all the people in Pennsylvania to move into the middle class, okay? And that all starts with getting the projects here and having us build them. You know, you can't have economic development and workforce development if the state doesn't have a targeted, measured, concise approach. And that all starts with a labor energy policy. When, you you know, about, when Rob Bear talks about Ohio, they used a team effort with that group to make sure they were finding acres of property, doing the infrastructure with tax dollars from Ohio. So the things were ready. So when they reached out to a manufacturer corporation, they offered them a great deal. It's a shame to say it, but when you're bringing in industry in your area, it's like attracting an NFL team. Who's giving me the best deal? Governor Corbett is the reason that the shell cracker plant was built in Western Pennsylvania because he beat Ohio and West Virginia on incentives. When Jimmy and Rob talk about data centers, we finally passed legislation in the fall quickly because Virginia's building all kind of data centers because there was no incentive to do it in Pennsylvania. We've got to think ahead, develop brownfields. We've got to use tax incentives. We've got to attract manufacturers and corporations to invest in Pennsylvania, which not only will bring construction jobs, but will bring long-term middle-class jobs and manufacturing. It's interesting because, you know, People automatically, when, when, they, when they talk about um, jobs, they automatically assume, and we've had this conversation on our program a, a number of times, that there's just going to be uh, a, an automatic transition from traditional energy to uh, renewables, which, by the way, like we all, we all understand renewables are coming in and, and, and no one's, you know, fucking that trend, except it's not going to happen overnight. Like we talked about 20, you know, 2050 is, is obviously much more realistic. But let's talk about renewable jobs. We've had, uh, what, who do we have? Sean Staffy, who went to a, uh, Sean went to a, a job fair, okay, uh, in regard, you know, it was about renewables, just to kind of test the waters. Those jobs are 15 bucks an hour, guys. 
Okay, I mean, as they stand and what they look at right now, you'd be on welfare if you get one of those jobs. But when you talk about Kenny you know, bringing jobs, it's it's those good-paying jobs, okay? And also a realistic approach to obviously, you know, educating people. And at the same time, you know, when you when, when you look at, like Jimmy said, the Green Mafia, I, I, I fear, and our general public isn't hearing this side of, of reality, okay? Hey, Joe, you touch on a great point. When we talk about middle class, John, we're talking about construction building trades, union building trades, construction workers. Our legislators, Rob and Jimmy, I always educate to them. We got a decent living wage, middle class wage. We collectively bargain for it. We've got health care for our members from day one when they start as an apprentice. We've got one or two pension vehicles that our people retire with dignity when they retire and making as much money as when they were working. They're not a burden on the community or the state or the federal government. They're all educated for free by our apprentice programs that are paid for by roughly a dollar an hour off everybody working back so that the apprentice pays nothing for his education. So we're training new people to take our spot. We are the best thing that could possibly help happen for the Commonwealth. We are an asset, not a detriment. So people don't realize what, what an asset the building trades are to people in this state having a decent middle-class way of life. Jimmy? Yeah, uh, Joe, as we're sitting here talking, I, I, I keep going back in my head to not too long ago, you know, around 2009, 10, when in my area, um, outside of Philadelphia in the suburbs, Delaware County, we had two refineries, two refineries, Sun Marcus Hook, and, which was in Marcus Hook, and right down the street in Trainer uh, was uh, uh, what is now Monroe Energy, uh, the old uh, uh, Conoco facility. Both those facilities closed, okay? So, you know, my friends out in Western PA with Homer City, you know, closing and, and some other uh, 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 buildings closing out there. I know what it's like, okay? It's not just union building trade jobs that are lost, right? It's all the in-house jobs. It's the tax base that's gone, the school district tax base that's gone, the county base. Like, so so these the, these people uh, that I mentioned earlier that would see, they would love to see nothing more than, you know, uh, every, you know, these refineries gone, you know, no LNG and, and no natural gas. I, I don't know how they expect people to survive, communities to survive, and, school and Jimmy, districts to survive. Jimmy, you know, we got, we, you know, we delved in. This is, you know, I mean, obviously I was an iron worker. I worked at uh, Sun Oil down there. I was the job steward uh, for almost a year, but didn't really, uh, you know, look at the big picture. I was a kid, for crying out loud. Um, I, we really got engaged at the PES refinery and understanding that one unit down out of 33, and we closed down. The things that you're saying about these plants closing, what's amazing about it, it takes it to another level, is we're still important. We're importing those same products. Yeah. Okay, we're losing the tax base. It's not like we're shutting. We're shutting down the refinery, and then we're shutting down. The, you know, like we don't need those resources. We need them. You don't see people picketing in the ports. I'm talking about the environmentalists. They're willing to shut themselves down and 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 and. And, and needs is, is still important, those products. Yeah, you never hear from that group when it comes to, you know, uh, when when countries are our enemies, people that yeah. flat out say they hate us. Russia, Venezuela, you know, just to name a few. We're importing product from yeah. these countries, right? The 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 the, the one story uh, recently, a Russian, Russian freighter up in the Boston Harbor. That's not a joke. That's not something I made up. Google it. Check it out. You know, yeah. but, but and, and not only are we importing it, right? There are no environmental protections at those facilities in those countries, right? So yeah. I never hear my friends on the environmental side exactly. talk about that issue. They're yeah, very narrow-minded. That's right. You talk to energy leaders and labor leaders across the United States. We do it more efficiently. We do it cleaner. We care about the environment that, you know, the environment just doesn't hover over the United States. Gentlemen, we have about, I'd like to give you each 30 seconds 
um, you know, because uh, we're rolling out in about a, a minute and a half. Uh, Ken, uh, final words, my friend. Well, one of the things I wanted to mention was the unemployment bill that's coming right. up. And, and Rob has spearheaded that. And we're expecting, I hope there's some politicians listening from the legislature. We're expecting Republicans and Democrats to support the unemployment bill. Uh, Rob has worked with raising it from the 3.28 on 10,000 and the 70 cents on on 1,000 for members. So we want to raise the employee and the employer's contribution so we properly fund unemployment so that somebody isn't waiting three or four months to receive an unemployment check because they got to pay a mortgage so they get back to work. So if the politicians are listening, the Democrats don't get mad when we got Republicans that are friends that are going to back this legislation. And Republicans, if you're our friend, you better sign off on this stuff. And we expect the Democrats to let's work bipartisan to pass a reasonable unemployment bill to protect union, non-union, anybody for construction workers to get unemployment. And people that were in COVID, whether wherever you were working, you might have thought you were never going to collect unemployment. It's an insurance policy so that you can stay on your feet, pay your mortgage, feed your family till you get another job. Let's pass the unemployment bill when it comes up. Well said, Kenny. Uh, Jimmy, final words? Yeah, I mean, you know, to Kenny's point, once again, we talk about states that are around us, right, that seem to be, they get it, right? You look at New Jersey, speaking of unemployment, they just raised it. They just raised what, what the average worker gets, okay? We're, we're still, gosh, this has been going on for quite a few years. We're still muddling here. Like Kenny said, people better do the right thing. We are watching. Doesn't matter, D or an R, okay? You better do the right thing. Rob Bear, take us home. Well, I'm exactly with Kenny and Jimmy. Uh, unemployment in the fall is going to be one of my number one priorities. Of course, I'm working <clears throat> to get this Cornell study done, and we're going to work with the governor on a labor energy policy for PA. We have some bills in the works to try and uh, fix that problem with only paying 20 bucks an hour on renewables. We've had some good legislation introduced. So at the state level here, we got a lot of irons in the fire. It's going to be a busy fall session. There's no two ways about it. We got to get through this budget hurdle. I believe we're going to. And I think, uh, like Kenny said, between Kenny and Jimmy helping me, and I can't thank these two gentlemen enough for all the support they give me in Harrisburg. Uh, Kenny, when I call him and I need a hand, he has people here. Jimmy's my voice of reason and reigns me in when I go off the reservation at times, which I've been known to do. That's scary but, when I'm the voice of the <laughs> But uh, I will say I see a lot of good coming. We got a lot of work to do. And by getting us out now to KDKA and people in Pittsburgh and Ohio hearing this, and hopefully even down in West Virginia, you know, I, I, I'm hopeful for where we're going as a state. I truly am. Gentlemen, Rob Bear, President of PA Building Trades, Ken Broadbent, <laughs> Business Manager, Steam Fitters Local 449, Jim Snell, Business Manager, Steamfitters Local 420. Thank you so much for joining us on our launch broadcast on KDKA in Pittsburgh. Just the first of many. Thanks so much, gentlemen. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Back to Krause. Uh, we're going to take a break and we'll be back with our final thoughts. PBF Energy wants you to know hidden RIN costs are adding almost 30 cents to every gallon at the pump and pushing independent American refineries to the brink. It doesn't have to be this way. President Biden can lower gas prices and protect thousands of union refinery jobs by fixing the renewable fuel standard. And he should. Visit fuelingusjobs.com slash take action to urge President Biden to stop the RIN sanity and fix the renewable fuel standard today. The Eastern Atlantic States Regional Council of Carpenters is proud to present skilled union workers, including the workers that build and maintain our energy infrastructure. The safest, best trained, and most productive Productive carpenters in the country are on the job. Whether it's energy from nuclear, wind, coal, natural gas, or offshore wind, the EAS carpenters are ready to provide the construction need of an energy industry our families depend on. If you're interested in a job in construction, visit EASCarpenters.org or follow us on social at EAS Carpenters. And back here on the Labor and Energy uh, on the Labor and Energy Show with J Doc and Krause. Uh, great show today, J Doc. Hashtag Green Mafia. Good stuff from Jimmy Snell and all of our 
uh, guest on the panel today. A reminder to the listening and the viewing audience, if you miss any of today's show uh, or you'd like to re-listen to the show, just go to Apple or Spotify, search the Labor and Energy Show, and you can download uh, today's issue, Jay Doc. And as you mentioned, uh, we begin now in the western part of Pennsylvania uh, on KDKA WPHT in Philadelphia. We're in South Jersey, Delaware, Maryland, and ending up down in Washington, D.C. So if the politicians are listening, we're talking to them. Absolutely, Joe. And what a great show. I mean, Certainly a great show to be launching on, in, on KDKA in Pittsburgh. Like you said, uh, you know, we're coming to a, a market near you, by the way, uh, you know, for our listeners. Um, so it, what's important is, uh, you know, that people can expect to have the who's who and, and labor and energy leadership, okay, and political leadership. Um, we care about the environment, okay? We're just not willing to shut ourselves down, okay? you know, and, 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 you know, destroy our infrastructure in order to do it. And that is actually happening. So we want to educate our listeners, common sense and energy, work together with everybody, renewables, uh, you know, obviously traditional energy resources. We love the electric vehicles. We just don't think it's, uh, there's a need to mandate them and put ourselves in a corner. Um, And we want to educate the public and get them involved in and engaged in this conversation. Uh, Of course, we want to thank, Rob Bear, Jimmy Snell, Ken Broadbent, uh, you know, for being our guests on our launch, uh, KDKA uh, broadcast. And, of course, uh, people can expect a lot of the same across the board, energy and labor and politics. We're talking to the people. Again, it's not a, it's not a union issue. Uh, it shouldn't be a political issue. Energy and our environment and our jobs are a human issue. And we're here to talk about it. And we'll send this link down to the communications team in Harrisburg. So Governor Josh Shapiro uh, is able to tune in and listen to today's edition of the Labor and Energy Show. That's going to do it for the broadcast today. As always, we continue to thank our following listeners who tune in every week as we begin the second half of 2023 here in the month of July. This is the Labor and Energy Show with Doc and Krause. See you next time, everybody. Thanks for listening to tonight's Labor and Energy Special. You can help. Call your congressperson and join the movement to push back on RINs. This program is paid for by Jacob Media Partners. All opinions or statements expressed on this program are solely those of Jacob Media or its guests and do not reflect the views of WPHT or Odyssey. Today's program is pre recorded.